A professor who refused to use transgender pronouns in his classroom is now vindicated. An Arizona State University academic wrote a book in which he stated that grading students' writing is a form of white supremacy. And another professor was quoted on national TV saying that Republicans would deny Jesus water as he was dying on the cross. I'm Ophelia Jacobson, and this is the Campus Countdown. Starting off with some good news for this week's episode, out of the state of Ohio, a federal court of appeals ruled in favor of a Shawnee State University professor who sued the university after he was punished for not using the preferred pronouns of his transgender student. He cited religious reasons for not using those pronouns. In a 32-page opinion released by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit, the judges ruled unanimously that Shawnee State University punished a professor for, quote, constitutional protections afforded by the First Amendment. The ruling reverses a previous dismissal of the case by the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Ohio, allowing the case to continue. Campus Reform has been following this story as it was first developing. The professor, Nicholas Merriweather, refused to address his transgender student as female, instead saying, yes, sir. And that sparked outrage. He was punished by his university, but now he's claimed victory because he's been vindicated. Well, the bottom line is universities should not be able to infringe on the religious liberties and the freedom of speech of their students and professors. Constitutional rights don't end at the school gate. They continue and they flourish on these college campuses, or at least they should. This reminds me a lot of the U.S. Supreme Court case that we saw a couple of years back with the Colorado baker who refused to bake a cake for a same-sex couple. Well, the same ruling applies here. Universities and the government should not be able to infringe on a person's right to religious freedom, to what they practice, and for what they believe based on their own religion. You know, this gives me some hope that these universities are actually going to uphold their constitutional duty to, you know, give everyone their freedom of speech, their freedom of religion, on their campuses. We've seen a lot of attacks on freedom of speech and freedom of religion on our campuses, but this specific story does give me hope. So this should be good news to all of our followers and all of our subscribers on this channel. For our second top story of the week, an Arizona State University academic wrote a book in which he stated that grading a student's writing based on merit is a form of white supremacy. Asao Inway, who teaches first-year writing courses and serves as Associate Dean for Academic Affairs, Equity, and Inclusion, wrote Labor-Based Grading Contracts, Building Equity and Inclusion in the Compassionate Writing Classroom, in which he advocates for a system of grading that circumvents merit. In his book, he writes that, quote, while the qualities of student writing is still at the center of the classroom and feedback, it has no bearing on the course grade, he explains. Quote, why take our judgments of quality out of the tabulation of course grades and progress in a course? Because all grading and assessment exist within systems that uphold singular dominant standards that are racist and white supremacist when used uniformly. Unfortunately, it seems as if we live in a society where everything and anything is considered a form of white supremacy, and the Leadership Institute's campus reform has been covering this trend for so long. For example, a professor of gender studies blamed the death of shelter animals on white supremacy, and some academics have even come to the conclusion that the equation 2 plus 2 equals 4 is a form of white supremacy as well. 
We also live in a society now where grading by merit is also considered offensive. I mean, what have we come to? It's no surprise that the attack on meritocracy has been occurring at our higher education institutions for years. People think that grading by quality of work will inherently disadvantage some minority groups and advantage some majority groups. But that is in fact not true. How can grading by merit be inherently racist and based on white supremacy? It just doesn't make sense and it just goes to show how radical the left's agenda is becoming. I mean, we saw this debate with voter ID laws in Georgia with the new law that was just passed. People are implying that minority groups can't get IDs and therefore they're being suppressed at the voting booth. Are people saying now that minorities can't get good grades if grading is based on merit? Can they not produce quality work that gets some good grades in the classroom? Is that why we have to lower the standards? I mean, that in itself is offensive to minority groups, saying that they're not able to get good grades if grading is based on meritocracy. This is what our society has come to, and this is the logical thinking or the illogical thinking that the left has stepped down to. And for our top story of the week, just in time for Good Friday today, a Vanderbilt professor was quoted on national TV saying that Republicans would deny water to Jesus as he was dying on the cross. But don't take my word for it. Here's what he had to say in his own words. Very quickly, you met recently with President Biden, uh, Michael F. Jackson, with other historians. Do you think that Joe Biden is ready to do that, to get rid of the luster? Very quickly, we're out of time. Very much well, uh, you know, I, I think he's contemplating it seriously when he sees the consequences. What he needs to do is fill these busters with some fear of the government. These are the kind of people who will pass a law to keep Jesus from beginning a cup of water while he's dying on the cross. Yeah, that, that's sad. That is sad but true. That Professors from our higher education institutions, those who are supposed to be representing the best and brightest in this nation, are now going on national TV to say what they think Republicans and Democrats would do in the time when Jesus was alive. Who is he to say that and who is he to insult Republicans and Christians on national TV? Look, universities are supposed to be presenting a wide variety of viewpoints, a diverse set of viewpoints. When you have professors going on national TV saying anti-Christian things and anti-Republican sentiments, it makes you wonder, what is the real motivation of these universities and of these professors? And as you probably saw in the clip, when the professor made this outrageous comment, the MSNBC anchors just nodded their heads in agreement. So if the professor has the ability to indoctrinate mainstream media media, he probably has that same ability in the classroom and his students are probably just nodding their head in agreement as well. Our higher education institutions continue to attack Christians and attack Christianity in general. They tend to make these absurd and hypothetical claims about what they would do if Jesus were alive or what Jesus actually was. For example, a college course was examining Jesus as being non-binary, and an event at UCLA actually compared the dictator Che Guevara to Jesus. I mean, it's time for these universities to really take a step back and look at what they're accomplishing by hiring these professors who go on national TV and say these types of things. That in itself is insulting to conservatives, Republicans, and Christians. And I'm sure Vanderbilt University has all three of those types of students attending their school. And what's interesting is the fact that the professor provides no explanation and no evidence of anything that would make one believe that Republicans would actually deny water to Jesus dying on the cross. I mean, where does he even get this claim from? The professor clearly knew what he was doing it, and he was doing it just in time for Good Friday. What a shame. 
Those are all the stories we have for you this week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Campus Reform so you never miss out on the college craziness. And if you're watching this episode on YouTube, make sure to give this video a like, leave a comment down below, and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you never miss out on another video. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Campus Countdown. Once again, I'm Ophelia Jacobson. Thanks for watching. Have a great Easter weekend.